The last hero, Chapter 45, Piper. Borrowing the helicopter was easy. Getting her dad on board was not. Piper needed only a few words through Leo's improvised bullhorn to convince the pilot to land. Hi, I'm Ava. I'm Neve. And I'm Brayden. And this is Return to Camp Half-Blood, the English class that you always wanted. Where we analyze the Percy Jackson and Heroes of Olympus books through a new theme every week. Neve has tackled Roman numerals. Yay! (coughs) We have four more books, so eventually I think we'll figure them out. Oh, you are placing too much confidence in my abilities. <laughs> I don't know. I schedule. I scheduled the next the next season out, um, and it should take us from like February to August. So, <laughs> in the amount of time that it'll take us to finish these books, I hope we learn Roman numerals. Ava, <laughs> uh, Neve. How are we doing this week? That silence was deafening. (laughs) It's been interesting. Um, I, I mean, we all moved back um, home for winter break this week. I think we Uh, all. I think we we all. Um, And I'm not going to lie. The first few days from like, I think it was like from the day before move out to like yesterday slash today ish. I've been pretty rocky mentally. Don't even know why. I think it's just like exhaustion and also like a bunch of other things. Um, but today, well, today, no, today has been better. Um, cause tonight I saw my best friend from home for the first time since like August and, um, we watched, okay. You guys are going to roast me for this, but today, tonight at her house, I watched Iron Man for the first time ever. Yay. Uh, No, that's so exciting. I know because, um, our plan is at first we were going to go see no way home without any context and just figure it out for ourselves like idiots. Cause we thought it'd be fun. Um, but then we were like, "Mm, what if we just watched every single movie that we possibly can and then went to see no way home. So we embarked on our journey tonight with Iron Man um and it was really good i liked it a lot um you have so many movies to watch when is your I know. to see no way home i don't know whenever i go back to school um okay. but i mean i've seen some already but i just don't the majority i haven't um so tonight was better i'm seeing her again tomorrow because <laughs> we just been on bothering each other all break and um yeah i don't know i'm i'm Oh my god! I also sorry not to take up so much airtime, but I um I started watching for like fun. Um, I started watching season seven, just a random season of Love Island UK, <laughs> either yesterday or two days ago. It's addictive. I can't stop. And there are like sixty five episodes in the season. Oh my god! I'm set. Um, that's it. How are you, Neve? <laughs> I'm good. I am not a Marvel person. So my favorite hobby, I, it's one of those things where I'm like too scared to ask at this point. Like, I think that I'm just going to accept that, like, I'm not going to have any of the context, but one of my favorite things when Marvel movies come out is to uh, read the Wikipedia plot summary and then just have all this information, but like, no, I don't understand it. And I don't understand why it's significant, but I was in, I was getting boba tea with Elizabeth and Allison right before we left campus. And I was like, also, I know the entire plot of the movie. <laughs> I know everything that happens at the end. And they were like, well, shut the fuck up about it. And I was like, I could literally ruin your whole day. And you I don't even know what it means. 
don't even I didn't spoil it but like I love having that power like I have no clue what any of it means but I know all of it otherwise I'm doing good I'm home now um my booster shot made me very you literally are a psychopath (laughs) you're doing a criminal mind I can spoil it right now I've already seen I would have no significance of what it means like absolutely no idea what is like what matters but um yeah i'm doing good otherwise i'm i'm home i'm very tired after the booster shot but i'm not feeling ill like i was yesterday so that's good how are you doing brayden i i am i am i'm all right i've been home almost a week now um i'm kind of getting bored out of my mind i i've caught up on a lot of the shows that i meant i caught up on young justice which is good i fell into a rabbit hole of i watched I think in total combined about 10 hours of YouTube videos summarizing the entire Injustice and Injustice 2 um, comic series, uh, which was a lot, which was intense, which may some say a waste of time, perhaps. But I thought it was great. Um, Comic Storian makes like pretty good quality videos recapping uh, comic series. Um, And so that was fun. I started the new season of The Witcher. I just, I actually literally just finished. Um, the, as you can see, I have nothing to do with my time besides catch up on TV now that finals are over. But um, I just caught up with and finished the new, latest season of The Great British, British Baking Show. Yes! Like literally right before we hopped on recording. Are um, you happy with the winner? I I am. I, no. I think, I don't want to spoil it. It's still I, did you new. also want it to be someone else, but are okay with it? Yes. Because someone else I wanted it to be would have, I think, would have won if their focaccia was not raw. You're <laughs> so right. You're so right. Oh, my God. I love this person a lot. So I, yeah. Yep. I also think um, Chiggs is the most beautiful man I've ever seen. Such a sweetie. Such um, a sweetie. Okay, yeah. Yes, so that's how I'm doing. And therefore, welcome to another episode of Return to Camp Half-Blood. This week, we're discussing Heroes of Olympus, The Lost Hero, chapters 45 to 50. We're so fucking close (laughs) through the theme of vengeance. And we are joined by longtime favorite guest, Robert Say hello, Robert. Uh, introduce yourself to people who, who don't know you. Hello. Hi, it's me. I had to remain silent during all of that. These kids are funny. <laughs> really? Thanks. Yeah, no, you are. Um, oh, geez, who am I? I'm Robert. I run the damn meme page. I make memes for the majority of Percy Jackson podcasts. I say majority because every day I find out there's like seven more that I've never heard of that are just like doing their own thing in like brazil or something i'm like good for them um i am one half of the podcasting duo for into the Riotiverse, which this comes out when wednesday the 22nd wednesday yeah, yeah. so which will have had its comeback tour quote-unquote for december just so we could get an episode out before the end of the year it's hooray I'm also one-fifth of the Once Upon a Time recap podcast entering Storybrooke with other people who... I'll mention their names at the end when I have to plug myself again. 
Um, I'm I'm emotionally wrecked from No Way Home. Literally, literally. In so many ways, I want to watch it again and again and again. I can't wait until it's on Disney Plus or Blu-ray or whatever I want. It's a perfect movie. And uh, so crazy. Everything that happened in it, so wild, crazy. Yeah. And I understand what's happened. (laughs) It's funny because Neve has seen the last couple Marvel movies. Oh. Yeah, out of fours. Out of four. Yes, because convenience. Because I, I brought her to them. Yeah, like uh, I saw them and I was like, oh, good movie. But I don't understand like the significance. Uh, yeah, Mar- Marvel is just ru- ruining my life right now. I'm also watching Hawkeye. I just caught up. Um, y- y- y'all are like theatrically inclined, uh, except Neve. I don't have you have all of you seen Hawkeye or have at least Brayden Brayden seen Hawkeye? I have not. I have seen Hawkeye. There's um. I would like your opinion on Rogers the musical. It was very funny. I thought that was really funny. I think I think Neve and Ava have to look it up. up yeah. As well, I think it's okay. It's, it's I want to tell a quick bit. story about the last time I was forced to watch the musical episode of a television show. It's not a musical episode. It's literally it's a bit. Yeah. Okay, good. In the, the last musical episode we were forced fair. to watch. Was well, your very own Ava, and she, me, and Brayden were like, "This is the worst episode of television." Exactly. That's why we made you watch it because it's terrible. For what? We were just awkwardly so for Grey's Anatomy musical episode. Oh god, the worst oh, god. episode of Grey's Anatomy and possibly television that exists. And this uh, person, <laughs> I'm a person who absolutely adores the show. I think a lot of it is very well made. That is hilariously bad. The musical episode of Riverdale would like to have a word with you. That is okay. true. Yeah, well, I'll talk. Weren't there two of those? Okay, anyway. I think uh, there's been one every season. Yeah, they just, they, they should stop Riverdale in general. Know. I've been seeing spoilers on TikTok and it kind of wants me to get get back into Riverdale because... Those are not telling you to get back into Riverdale. Those no, are screaming I, at you to stay away. No, I just need to know. It is so off the rails. It is so far gone that I really want to see what's up. Oh don't, my God. Don't, don't let this become your toxic trait. <laughs> is that is that I like Riverdale? I That'll never happen. Good. Uh, but then other, other than Marvel ruining my life, I'm doing fantastic. Happy Wednesday, all. Happy for those who celebrate Christmas. Merry Christmas in two days. Uh, for everyone else, happy Friday. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I'm happy sorry. Happy, happy Saturday. Happy, sorry. happy day Braden has to work. Oof. Ooh. I'm so mad. Oof. <clears throat> that sucks. Anyways, enough happy chit-chat because now it's time to torture Robert. Oh, oh shit, I forgot I have to do this. <laughs> and you have to do the summary. Which is funny because we stole this bit for our for our podcast. Nice. We, we stole the 60 second honor. recap. Yeah. We called you guys out. We're like, hey, we're stealing their bit. And uh, no, we appreciate it. Yeah. I, I, I liked it. I liked your shout out on Instagram. I said yes. it's good. It's all good. That's great. <laughs> Oh God! Uh, I remember some of what happened. Let's see if I can remember all of it. All right, <laughs> three, two, one, go.
So uh, they drop off Piper's dad. Piper's dad is like, man, the world is full of monsters, except not metaphorically, literally. And Piper's like, yeah, but also that metaphorically part, a lot of monsters, mainly the, the rich. Uh, here's a potion to forget about the fictional monsters, though. And then after Piper's dad is, forgets everything and he's taken away by Coach Hedge, uh, they go out to the wolf house to meet up with Talia so that they could fight, uh, like, win people. Keone's there. And she's like freezing people up. She freezes Talia. Very horrible. Very bad. And um, uh, Jason goes up against the King of Giants because he thinks he's hot shit. And uh, Jason is not hot shit. I definitely missed out like a good half of what I needed to talk about. You know, there were some highlights. Yes. (laughs) Piper just being to her dad, listen, dad, I know we're rich, but we're part of the problem. I know you're having like PTSD right now, but have you considered donating your money to those who need it? Really? Oh my God. I guess the biggest other thing is that Piper and Leo free Hera. Yeah, that's true. They do that. Hera explodes. Mm -hmm. Uh, and Jason does not look away. Yeah, because he's an idiot. He had one job, literally. Hera's like, hey, my guy, I'm 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 going ghost. Don't look away. <laughs> going ghost. Uh that that's my toxic trait that I'm still a Danny Phantom fan so many years later. Bro, <laughs> I, I never stopped a- being a Danny Phantom fan. I just tweeted about it recently. Here we go. Neve <laughs> <laughs> did just Neve does not tweet often, but when she tweets, she uses every character. Tweet <laughs> on the on the docket that I really might guys follow me on Twitter at Neve Sherlock with two H's. I really might use and it's like two selfies that I took in the communal bathroom at five o'clock in the morning after pulling an all-nighter during finals week. And I look kind of good. And I, I don't know if I'm delusional, but the in, as, just you saying that like she uses every character, it's so long. Like the tweet is the pictures with like, no, because why am I absolutely turning it out in these photos? <laughs> why? I actually think it's really funny to like use every character of a tweet like that. Yeah. Like how many characters... Movies? Are in a tweet. I forget, like two fifty, right? I think it's two okay. two fifty or two forty now because yeah. they upped it. Hold on, I'll open it. <laughs> oh shit! We're gonna figure it out. We're gonna Live figure on it air. out. Oh, I don't know because it I don't just think you has the circle. I don't think you can know until you reach it. So mm. I'm, I'm just going to start tweeting, tweeting live. I'm just going to start <laughs> tweeting what I'm saying. Live tweeting this recording. Yeah. That's hilarious. Wait, that's funny. Can you? Can you can you really not check? Keep talking while I figure this out. <laughs> speaking of, before we jump into our music, speaking of live tweeting things and live doing things, hopefully you all attended our uh, Percy Jackson podcast live stream event last night as of when this recording <laughs> drops, which I'm sure was really fun um, and will be able to be accessed somewhere afterwards uh therefore the link will probably be in the bio because i'm i I feel like we will probably leave the live stream up to watch later yeah more details to be in the the description because it hasn't happened yet and we don't know 
but you can always still donate to uh, the Red Nation and that uh, information will stay in our bio for the rest of the year. Um, oh, wow, now- for, for a whole week. Oh, yes, yes. For a- <laughs> uh, I, 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 every time I think about it, it gets weird just thinking about how we're promoting a thing that will have taken place in the past that we haven't done yet. It's so weird to think about it. it is. I know the timing of this is, is like very strange because it's right exactly after. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully it was fun. Um, Hopefully it was fun. I'm sure it was. So, so check it out. Hopefully. All right. What music, <laughs> what music do we bring this week? I can go I first. Like- oh. No, you can go. Thanks. Because mine's <laughs> a little stupid. Thanks. When has Neve ever pulled up to a recording of these with a song that like was not dumb as hell? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But my recent obsession um, has been uh, King of Anything by Sarah Bareilles. So you And I just feel like this could apply to Jason in any chapters. Um, that's good. That's any chapter that we analyze, Jason can can be called out by this song, but also um, Piper's dad. So that's my song. Good. Whoa, that's good, guys. This song's an absolute banger. If you haven't listened to it recently, you should. It is it's so good. good. And for what? Good. I'm I gonna add it to my December playlist. It's great. It's already, oh man. I was literally listening to it like all day. Also, uh, this it didn't make any sense, but Allison showed me this one song. Our friend showed me this one song, song in the car um, called, it, it's called Marietta. And I think if you heard it, you'd He's know it. Yes, with that song. <laughs> like, it's just been king of anything and Marietta. I feel like I'm back in the 2010s, like early 2010s. It's very scary, but it's good. I'm vibing. 2010s are good. Yeah. That was my thought choice. I like I do have to say the the complete Lost Hero playlist at this point has so many bangers on it. Like I've I have I Waking Up in Vegas twice. Waking up in Vegas twice. (laughs) Um, that like I, I added I added my song earlier. And then I just kind of listened to it because I was like, oh, this is just a good playlist. Um, a wild playlist. Erratic, some sure. might say. <laughs> but very reflective of the book. Um, I agree. And going off that, I will share my music selection, which is I, I thought that Kione needed a theme song. Um, so I picked one that was on the nose, but also works really well. It's Icy by Kim Petras. Um, it's like my heart is so icy is like one of the the lyrics um, I also just feel like Kione is like a hyper pop pop star um, I feel like that aesthetic makes sense for her I would cast Kim Petras as Kione um, <laughs> I think her and her coconuts um, <laughs> would be a great addition <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I really liked that joke myself, I guess. Um, it was good. Ava? 
Yeah. All right. Um, well, taking a wild emotional turn, um, I chose something that was like sad kind of, I didn't even know I was going to until I was going through my December playlist. Um, and I was like, no, like I can't choose have mercy. Right. Like I can't choose for a children's have mercy um, is your sad playlist sad pick no imagine oh my god what would be my happy picks that's crazy booty so big <laughs> lord have mercy no but in all reality i've been listening to that all day and i don't know why i've just been in the mood um it's so good though it's so it scratches the brain itch but anyway my pick okay and i have a really sad justification for this it's alaska by maggie rogers um and I credit, I credit Miss Ma'am, Madam Neve Sherlock for getting me into Maggie Rogers, actually, because um, I listened to some of Maggie's music in Neve's Cry this summer, and I was like, mm, I kind of like all of this. So now here I am, and Alaska. Okay, listen, this is about this song is about Hera's relationship with Zeus. That is really sad. I know. It's very good. Sad. And it shows how much pain she's in. In oh my god! No, I was like reading the lyrics, and I was like, oh, like, and it hurt because, like, for I mean, this week I hurt for Hera. I also just like I I, I love her in this chapter a lot. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I just that I feel strongly about that one. <laughs> Period. <laughs> All right. What did Ava remember? <laughs> okay, here's the thing. Um, <laughs> so it feels... Okay, these chapters felt altogether more memorable. Um, like, I vividly remember, like, Leo being a girl boss in some way, shape, or form. Not girl boss, Leo Valdez. No, but he is. <laughs> like, let's be so real. My mission of the day has been sussing out men who are also girl bosses. And my list so far is Leah Valdez and Tony Stark. <laughs> I'm so right. Why did you say, why did you say this? <clears throat> why did you say the same character twice? You make a point, actually. Ooh. No, don't make me not like Leo. Oh my god, you don't like Tony. Well, I've only seen what a dangerous thing for me to say on a public platform. I don't like Tony Stark. I I was sad when he died, but like it's I'm fine with it. I get. <laughs> we don't even I think come I get back. where you're coming from, actually. Um, because the yeah. Well, I I don't know if I like the production of the plot line of Iron Man, but anyway, um, that's a whole other thing. Robert Downey Jr. is very likable. I will say that. And very talented. Yes. yes. Is Tony Stark a dick? Yes. Yeah, he is. It's true. It's funny. I prefer um, his Sherlock over Benadryl Kumquats. Benadryl. I also I also don't like Benedict Cumberbatch. Really? I think he's pretty good. I don't dislike him, but like, I don't like. I don't like him as Doctor Strange. Like, Dragon's putting a bounty on his head right now. I know. I know. This is crazy. I do like That's him as Doctor Strange. Public yeah. targeting. Stan Tumblr is gonna come for me. I love my favorite character in Iron Man, and this is so so on the nose for me. Is um, who's that blonde reporter lady? <laughs> her name, I think her name was Christine. 
maybe that's a guess um, i don't know if she is that's a character who doesn't come back what damn maybe i, I don't remember bitch. the first iron man that's fair no, i thought she was such a bad bitch no not gwyneth um she was also great um but no um not her i don't know she was cool she kind of like got all like sassy um in the press conference um she's cool but anyway what did i remember um oh yeah i was leo being a girl boss just the overall essence of the chapters um not a lot of specifics surprise um but yeah that's generally it i'm done with my monologue now I remember most of it, I think. Me too, honestly. Because mostly for much- me in this book, because I feel like I've forgotten a lot of stuff in this book, but I remember a good moment. Because it also felt like not much happened. The Jack London stuff was weird and out of nowhere, and I forgot about that. I remembered it because it was weird and out of nowhere. Yeah. Or the same vibe when um, Rick wanted to talk about John H. Steward, Steward, whatever in the fifth book. Yeah. We we I just like what's with the weird obscure historical references that like your target audience is not going to appreciate. Oh yeah. he's a former teacher. It's probably it, it's built in his blood. That is true. He was like, you know who who kids love? Jack London. Jack London. That's hilarious. I do think from a history teacher lens, that makes perfect sense because there's the idea of like classics are important because these people are just like us, but in a different font and like relating to them, relating them to modern um, people. That's very, you know, that's important for making history accessible. However, Jack London, author of White Fang, like I don't think that like eight year olds know that. (laughs) author of white fang (laughs) words were so emphasized so strongly i think he missed a chance to do something really meta and be like uh it's where rick riordan lives stanley inserting himself into all these movies see now i'm i think i'm starting to become a little bit of a marvel queen it's gonna be fun look at you i'm very proud of you you have to catch up on the the disney plus shows because i want to because you liked wandavision so much you loved wandavision Mm. wandavision great loki great uh falcon and the winter soldier you know good for the straights that's hilarious i think it was i liked the political commentary Oh, you know, that is the good part, but the, the action is super... It's just weird, because two shows, Loki and WandaVision, weren't all about the action superhero fights, and I was kind of happy with that. Yeah. But we've talked enough about Marvel, so... <laughs> Percy Jackson. Um, who's not in this book. Who's not... In... <sighs> We're so close to having him back. Literally so close. It's been Take the attention m- off of Jason. It's been months. All right. I think we will take a quick break and then we'll be back to talk about our theme this week.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We're back to talk about the theme this week. <laughs> I, love, I, I love how angry you get. We're back to talk about the theme this week. <laughs> I'm angry because it's an angry theme. It's vengeance. Does vengeance fit what happens in this chapters at all? No, but are we going to find where it happens? Yes. That's my That's favorite game. My favorite thing to do, like back in English class in like 10th grade, would be just like trying to tie the plot to some like, like just bullshit my way through a paper and trying to convince somebody that like the great Gatsby is an LGBT story, which it is. And that was a fantastic paper that I wrote when I was like 15. <laughs> but it, let's do this. Vengeance. What's, what's, what's vengeful about this? I mean, I think the first thing that comes to my mind is Hera's reputation yeah. as, a, as a goddess is she is technically the goddess of marriage, the goddess of protecting women. We know her. We love her. We stand her on this podcast. Do we support women uh, hurting other women because of men? No. But do we support women hurting men? Yes. <laughs> TikTok audio that's like, yes, I'm for women's rights. And I'm also for women's wrongs. <laughs> when they do bad things. Or what's True. the one where it's like, I, I am I against murder? Yes. Am I pro-women? Also, yes. I forget who said this and when I listened to so many goddamn podcasts. But um I feel like it was Erica. From, from Seaweed Brain, who was like, um, I don't care how bad of a person they want to paint Wanda when Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Bandits comes out, she's going to be my protagonist. Exactly. No matter how she's painted. Literally. And I think that's how we, we feel about Hera. Yeah, no, truly. She, she is the ultimate girl boss, I think. In a sense, for sure. And I think it's telling that Hera sets aside her vengeful nature and is the only god to to give a shit about something. I agree. Does she use her vengeful nature to get there? Yes. Does she kidnap a child? Yes. Allegedly. (laughs) Does she stick a baby in some fire? Some may say. Disputed. (laughs) But 
Does she also kill the king of the giants? Uh, yes. Because mm-hmm. her option was to kill him and save the world or marry him. And she said, over my, over your dead body. <laughs> True. That felt like an unnecessary plot point, though. That she was like, and she's going to have to marry him. Yeah, but at the same time, like, I appreciate the candidness with which Rick, like, goes into all the myths that people weaponize against Hera. You know what I mean? Like, um, I really appreciated when he was like, I don't know, when he wrote her owning up to throwing Hephaestus off a mountain. Because I was like, that's the one piece of ammunition that people use against her at all times. They're like, well, she threw Hephaestus off a mountain and like, oops, I don't know what to tell you. Like, Zeus has done so many bad, but she owned up to it. She was like, yeah, that wasn't great, was it? Um, And so I feel like with that, like if she's going to own up to one part of historical baggage, Rick's going to make that a continuing strand. You know what I mean? And so it it made sense to me. But I, I get what you mean. I think that might be like the only way that Hera can survive as a character who has been retold through the the white male lens for so long is owning up to the narrative that's been placed upon her. Because in the end, all of these narratives are placed upon the gods because they're all amalgamations of other gods and stories and different things that are told and pop culture. And that's what, what makes them so interesting to as storytelling devices is that they can be a lot of different things. And so I think if you can acknowledge the lens that Hera's story is, is told through and Hera can acknowledge that lens in this story, then we are free to see her in the light that we wish to. Yeah. I see that. I agree with that. As you can tell from my speaking, we just finished finals week. <laughs> oh, not me, Beth. We have one more to go. Oh, really? Really? <gasps> that sucks. Godspeed. It'll, it's going to be easy. I, I know it is. It's just, it, it just so happens to be Tuesday night though. So I got to try and convince my professor, Hey, I know you have to like legally have me here for an hour at minimum, but I'm going to be done with this test in like 30 minutes and I have a thing to go. So uh, later. Peace out, please. Oh my God. As long as you don't tell him what it is. Oh, I was, I'm, I'm trying to come up with a very convoluted lie. I'm going to have like my best friend call me at like 6:40 and have the phone like ring out in the class and be like, Oh, it's an emergency. I have to go. Here's my test. Bye. This is a whole production. That's so funny. Go big or go home. Truly, I support it. Where else did we see vengeance? In a weird way. I think it's... Sort of Hera seeking... Like, a lot of... Everyone is is in the camp that Hera is a girl boss. Good for her. She's doing everything she needs to to prevent the downfall of society, the downfall of the gods. 
But also, I think uh, Hera is still enacting a lot of vengeance, particularly on Jason, for like, hey, you're my husband's illegitimate son. My husband cheated on you, or cheated on me with someone to make you. And so, like, scenes, especially where, like, Jason's gaining his memory back a lot in these chapters, but, like, not enough. He's just getting bits and pieces. I feel like that's a little bit of a... Uh, like like attacking Jason in a sense, maybe. Eric could just be like, okay, here's all your memories back. Boom. Yeah. Them flying over that bridge in, in California and Jason like almost jumps out of the out of the helicopter. He's like, oh my god, what is that? Yeah, maybe not like the perfect girl boss queen. Yeah. No, it's definitely, there's definitely, you can see her inability to sit some things aside, especially like how she interacts with Talia. And I think it shows how your vengeance, vengeance can be a very unproductive uh, emotion or action because she's trapped here and Talia's like, well, um, I could help you. But you uh, crushed me with a statue and sent a bunch of cows to shit all over Annabeth. I don't know. I don't know. Things aren't looking great. I think the other clear place we see vengeance is with Gia and the giants and that whole shindig. Because I I think this makes sense for what Rick has to do, but it's interesting that both these like all all the cycles of his books are kind of have to be about vengeance because he's retelling old stories. And so in order for those stories to be told again, they kind of have to be revenge plot lines because the idea is these all were all people who were defeated once. So they're trying again, a second time to succeed. And so therefore vengeance is kind of accidentally the overall theme of all of Rick's books. In a really convoluted way, you are not wrong. (laughs) But to get the full scope of how the main underlying theme of all of Rick's books is vengeance, y'all need to read Trials of Apollo. Okay, in in a couple of years. <laughs> yeah, yeah literally. In 2023. Just don't think about it. It's fine. Just don't think about it. I don't even know if by 2023 we will make it. True. Like, like in general or like to the end of the series? No, if to, to Trials of Apollo. I don't know. It depends. We, if, if we keep going this every other week, it's going to take us months to finish some Neptune. I don't know. Maybe we'll switch during the summer. Well, we we are reassessing every every day as we go. That's life. So true. 
So true, Bethany. So true. I feel like the only way we could get back to a weekly thing is if we like, like mass recorded a whole bunch of episodes over winter break. But even then, Brayden's coming back early. So we wouldn't even have that much time to do that because Brayden's going back to school early. So maybe this is something we discuss after we're done, done recording. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot we were. <laughs> Guys. <laughs> yeah. It's always the best to realize you're, you're recording and you're like, oh, I shouldn't have talked about that. And you're like, well, that's going to be fun for me to cut out later. Uh, we're 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 a pretty rough and ready podcast yeah what you hear is what we are i don't know anyway um we we like to be what we are (laughs) i am what i am (laughs) remember who you are I thought to contribute to this musical interlude, I like to move it, move it. <laughs> it felt right. Why? I don't know. <laughs> Just the eye theme. That's what I thought you were initially going to say. And I was like, okay. Did you guys know this past summer, um, my friend and I, or well, my coworker, but we're also friends. Um, choreographed a production of um, Madagascar Jr. And we made the middle schoolers Vogue during I Like to Move It, Move It. Anyway, that's it. Continue. That is a lot of knowledge to sit on and I don't know what to do with. <laughs> it was it was quite a revelation. It's times like these that I remember, oh God, I forgot who tweeted it. I think it was Camp Half Pod who were like, the good thing about a fatal flaw is knowing there's only one thing wrong with me. <laughs> true that's hilarious just a time like these i like remembering that (laughs) and with remembering something funny should we move to sass moments yeah guys i got mine up because it's quite simple um a blackberry is referenced and i thought that was funny as fuck (laughs) <laughs> I, not 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 y'all dissing a blackberry i remember having a blackberry i thought it was so one? cool had oh, one man. years ago that's so crazy i just it it's so like it makes it so evident that like you should not throw colloquial technology references into your books because they will become outdated and it will be very funny to look back on so i have to it's say i don't think Anything has ever gone out of date faster than the Blackberry. Yeah, it's in chapter 46. And it's Piper talking about how her dad's Blackberry was still in his pocket. And it was so bizarre that something was so normal after all he'd been through was still there. It was like, (laughs) it just falls so flat. (laughs) I think that like highlights something that this series benefits from its like when it came out is that the ever presence of cell phones hadn't reached yeah at anything yet like it wasn't uh implied that kids these age would have cell phones at this time and therefore like it was rick really fucking lucked out <laughs> yes definitely it was just a hilarious thing to see it was like and then his blackberries there after all this time oh <laughs> <laughs> It's like, yeah, if I went somewhere without my my phone, I would die. 
survive without your phone chat just like drop you off in the middle of the woods and be like good luck i had a teacher in high school who would always be like you guys would never survive in the middle of the woods and it was like yeah we wouldn't we don't have to anymore <laughs> bestie that sounds like a right I, I think your gym teacher was trying to like put y'all in a wood and hunt you for sport like actually though like it got to the point where in senior year we were like do it <laughs> like drop us in the middle of the woods we'll call an uber like there's cell service everywhere this is so weird not calling an uber from the fucking woods we'll find a road and call an uber we'll gps like it's not that hard what would you tell them would you be like yeah come pick us up in the woods or like next well, to this we, like, one tree and this bush because i feel like there's so little places without cell. this is not important but <laughs> it's just a funny interlude everything's important in, in a roundabout way the tangents are the history. So true. Um, but <laughs> my, okay. 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 My, my, one of my, um, high school history teachers gave a talk and it has left a lasting impact on me. And that's what it was called. Very cool. Um, but anyway, guest poll. Hey, that's a history major. Lit, yeah. Um, guest poll. Doesn't Neve look like she's seen a phone? Like, like if you didn't know her, no, this joke cannot be brought into this universe. <laughs> no, but if one of our close that. friends was like, you know, you could never perform in a period piece because you just, you look like you've seen a phone. And I was like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Yes, it really makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense, but that is, I think, extreme bullying. <laughs> Thank you. I, you, I disagree. I disagree because I think this is extreme bullying. Everyone go on the latest post on the, the Return to Camp Half-Blood Instagram where no. we posted a picture of all of us and you decide and comment below if you think... It looks like she's seen a phone. No, I really look like I've seen a phone in that photo. That was the photo from Semi, right? Oh my God, I would not... I'm not going to pass the test. I'm wearing a very I've seen a phone outfit in that picture. We can't do this. But we're dressed as Greek gods. So maybe, I don't know. Loosely. It was the weakest definition of Greek gods. I threw on a red dress and a, and a black leather jacket, and I was like, I'm Hades. Like, girl, no, you're not. Hmm. Uh, so my favorite sass moment is, is a buildup. In the previous chapter, Leo was getting ready for battle, and he reaches into his belt, and he accidentally takes out Tic Tacs, and he's like, whoops, and he reaches back in and gets a hammer. Jason in the next chapter is like, um, I my only assets are one whiny imprisoned goddess, one sort of girlfriend with a dagger, and Leo, who apparently thought he could defeat the armies of darkness with breath mints. Yeah. Uh, you know, everyone's like, protect Leo, it's okay to like Leo. I'm like, does Rick like Leo? No. Hard Rick does not like Leo. No, I don't think so. Like, listen, especially in this first book, it's just mainly everyone shits on Leo. And then when we get into Leo's POV, we just find out he just, like, wants every pretty girl to step on him. And that's his entire character. And also, he has severe PTSD. That's not, which is severely undermined. The other two things are the more important factors to Rick. Yeah, after this book, he has some really fucking sad chapters in this book, though, that we forgot about. yeah all right my quote is 
501, Jason hefted his icy wooden plank, a stupid weapon to die fighting with. That's it. Because I agree. Yeah, it was. was. And he, it's also funny because a chapter later we find out he technically does die fighting with it. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, what would be so funny is if he actually died with that weapon in his hand and somehow, some way, if Valkyrie was in the area, he would technically qualify to go to Valhalla. You know, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. A little lost, but fair enough. Fair enough. Oh, y'all need to read Magnus Chase. If 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 not I, for anything, I've read Magnus Chase. It, not if not for anything, at least for Rick's best couple, other than Persebeth. Interesting. I agree. I agree. Ava. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. No, I found it. I have it. Um, it's in, I think it's in chapter 48. I have the PDF up. Um, save it, Talia snapped. You've been nothing but a curse to every child of Zeus for ages. You sent a bunch of intestinally challenged cows after my friend Annabeth. She was disrespectful. You dropped a statue on my legs. It was an accident. I love it. I think it's hilarious. Referring to just intestinally challenged cows. Crazy phrase. I, I'm a big fan of the it was an accident part of it. Yeah. It was an accident. These things happen. Sometimes you just get a little too close under my statue and it falls over and breaks your legs. What are you going to do about it? Fight me. What are you going to do? All right. Before we give offerings this week, I want to remind everyone that if you're listening on Spotify, you can comment down below on, on Spotify below the episode and, uh, Share your comments and <clears throat> look at what what other people um, are giving offerings for. So, yeah, who would like to go first? <laughs> I can go. Go Kara. on. Surprise! I just she really pulled it out in these chapters. Like I really just loved her. I would like to give mine to Piper because um, of Piper. we didn't talk a lot about it, but Piper's moment with her dad, she really kind of sacrifices a lot. She's like, it would be easier for me if he knew and it would like kind of fix their relationship. But she knows that it would be awful for his mental health in the long run. And therefore she makes a really big sacrifice that is undermined because Rick hates her. I think I'm also going to give it to Piper but I was debating I was going to I was debating between Hera and Piper and I was like okay great Ava said Hera so I'll but then Braden immediately hopped in with the I'm going to still do Piper though (laughs) (laughs) a little sound of defeat with it (laughs) (laughs) they both deserve it but I'm going to give it to Piper the same reason Period. I would just be for Tristan McLean, who, as we all know, 
up until his memory got wiped, was suffering from extreme PTSD from being tortured by monsters for like what a month or something like that. A while. Yeah, while. Well. Longer than necessary. NKA more than one one day. Yeah. All right. Who are we voting off? Jacqueline did. <gasps> <laughs> For no good reason. Sure, he was a great guy. I just think maybe it would have been better for him if he had gone to Camp Half-Blood. Interesting. Hot take. Like, con- like I, I don't know if I disagree, but definitely, like... Like, maybe he would have had more friends. Like, maybe he wouldn't have had to write books about wolves. Like, he definitely was not okay. Just go to Camp Half-Blood. Take care of yourself. But he didn't, so... Period. Um, I don't know who I'm going to vote off. Anyone have an, an idea? I vote off Rick Riordan. Always yeah. say that, yeah. <laughs> Just in general, like, I love the guy, but I I struggled to get through these five chapters. I don't know how y'all got through the whole book. <laughs> we, we, I think, are the only podcast mm-hmm. to tackle this book so slowly. But you can only handle it in these short waves. So I think we did it correctly. Slowly and painfully. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm voting off Jason because he's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, just have, I have no other explanation. He's annoying. I'm voting off Zeus because I don't know why there's this rule that Jason can only ask him for help once. Yeah, literally dumb i i get it from like a plot point from like a story writing point but it's also fucking stupid yeah Uh, i did like that at one point when jason does stab the giant zeus is like you know you didn't ask for help but i do feel like shooting lightning (laughs) right but then it didn't help weird so weird really weird did someone say boom (laughs) Alrighty, folks that is all for this week join us next week where we will be discussing chapters 51 through 56 through the theme of cyclicity make sure to if that's a word make sure to follow us on social media we're at Return to Camp on every platform that matters. And we also have a Redbubble store and a coffee account and a website, returntocamp.com. Robert, before you go, would you like to plug anything? Sure. Hi. I, as I said before, damn meme page, spelled D-A-M. I'm going to make memes about this, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll get to it. It'll be great. Uh, uh, Into the Riot Universe, my podcast, sort of coming back. Don't expect consistent uploads because I'm a tired 24-year-old person. Um... Uh, entering Storybrooke, if you would like to listen to me, Fran, Erica, Carter, and Darian talk shit about Once Upon a Time, it's fantastic. It's a great group. Um, and uh, happy holidays. I believe this would be the last episode of the year, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, yeah. Wow. Happy New Year to everyone who celebrates. Uh, shebang. See y'all in 2022. 
Shebang. I, Ava, I like that you did yours as Moira Rose. I just came out. <laughs> <laughs> just That's what she had to, to do. Point out that I did hear that. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening. Happy New Year. Bye.